Gentlemen, nah, who are we kidding? Gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to episode 31 of the 10 Count Wrestling Podcast. We are here for the very first time coming to you from the home of everybody's favorite third man. He is known to many as the Musica Mahler, a.k.a. Mr. 305 Live. Oh, we're going to hear the nicknames now. A.k.a. the Real Greek Freak, a.k.a. the first of the Mohegans, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. I didn't watch, but I still think it sucked, <laughs> a.k.a. Like the true king of the north, a.k.a. Yeah. Mr. Hashtag Fuck Raw, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Boo the New, a.k.a. Mr. For Never the Revival, a.k.a. Mr. Monday Night Yawn, a.k.a. Mr. Tuesday Night Sucks Down, a.k.a. Mr. Let's Put the X in NXT, Mr. a.k.a. Believe like the NXT. Hype, the Real Ancient Mariner, oh. Troll 4 Return of the Mark, the true 24-7 champion, Mr. Peter Carapasas. Peter, wow. thank you for having us. Welcome to my abode, gentlemen. It's a beautiful day out here. We are on location uh, at the chalet I call uh, Chalet of Love. Chalet of Love? uh, Oh, yes. Actually, you know what? Mm. I don't drink, but I like a... You know what? I'll have the Miller Lite. I'll have the Miller Lite. I'm going to have half a Miller Lite today. And, of course, joining us again this week is the man that gravity remembered. (laughs) We'll get him a new nickname soon. Yeah. John Tremblay. John, how are we today? Oh, just wonderful. Hey, you can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. This is going to be, you know, j- people, I apologize that John and I haven't been on this show for a few weeks, but it's time for the ratings to pop. Uh, We're back, baby. I, apo- I don't apologize. For <laughs> I don't apologize <laughs> for having keep, a life. I like to keep it brief and inconsistent. Yeah. You'll never know. Brief and inconsistent. That's the name of John's sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> of course, with us as always... The tenth wonder of the world, Justin Strem. How we doing, brother? I'm great. After my two-hour drive up here, ah! it's uh, crazy out there because I think it's because of the beautiful day and it is Bruins game seven tonight. So hey, it's just a, it's just a shit show Strem, out there. Move out of the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sticks. <laughs> You're not wrong. This week's topic: the top ten works. I'm not works. Ha! Shoots, backstage fights, real life incidents in professional wrestling history. Before we get to that, a quick super showdown review. It kind of sucked. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't terrible. You know. I am sick of the fucking WWE going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Honestly, I'm all for openness and everything, but these people are so backwards. No women matches, and they show up. It's like you gotta be kidding me. And it's it's like their little rules. If they head their way, Hulk Hogan would have won. The that would have been amazing. I would have taken that. <laughs> you know, I like that the kid from Saudi Arabia won the Battle Royal. It's smart business. You know, if they have a super show in Italy, they should have an Italian win the Rumble. It, it opens. Yeah. I mean, so I all in all, him. I give it like a B minus. It wasn't yeah. a great show. There was nothing memorable. Yeah, B minus. So I was watching some of it driving to work. I had it on, you know, on my phone. Right. Uh, Safe. And then... I, so I, I caught the Triple H match, which I thought was okay. I like how Triple H gave himself a WrestleMania entrance, but Randy just walked in the ring. Did he pull out any uh, nose rings? No, or? no nose oh, rings okay. this time. Um, and then I saw the Shane McMahon match, which was awful. It had a good finish, a smart finish. I, I, I like Shane being the quote-unquote best in the world, but I think it brings Drew down a notch being his lackey. I think Drew doesn't need to be anybody's lackey. He was hot. Right. Until WrestleMania, and now it's just like, 
he's just gonna drop for Shane all the time now. You guys like ready for that. when Shane becomes the world champion? Yeah, okay. I can't wait until Shane. I, I believe it. I believe it. When Shane. I like Elias being paired up with Shane. I think that helps Elias, but it hurts Drew. I don't necessarily disagree. Um, it's gonna be great to see Shane pin Kofi though. Oh, I would wait. love it. That's I think Kofi, as much as I like Kofi, I think he's a good person. And I get why everybody wanted him to win at WrestleMania, but I think he has been one of the most underwhelming. This championship run reminds me of Rey Mysterio. It's yeah. that underwhelming. It's been underwhelming, and I'm glad he got you know the This Is Your Life prize, but it's yeah, been it's... underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Shane, so Shane's going to take the title off? Shane is going to take the title off of Kofi. Oh, I, I, I like it. I actually like it. McMahon puts on a black guy again. Yeah. There you go. Right. But, God but damn you, God. you know you know what will come after that. Everyone's going to be like, oh, the McMahons are putting themselves over. Shane doesn't need the belt. They're not putting new talent over. This is why AEW is going to rule, blah, blah, blah. So, and then Shane's going to put somebody really good over that's well-deserved. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets heat. It gets heat. Yeah. I get it for a story. But can we all agree, how many times have we seen the McMahons being the bad guy against some fate. Like, it's right. been done a million times. It has. The only thing I'll give Shane is he's actually in the ring working all the time yeah. instead of just being, like, yeah. a figurehead that yeah. makes changes. That's the only reason I'm, I'm okay with it. He needs to uh, get cleared up on that diverticulitis, though. Motherfucker yeah. turns red yeah, every really time. Does. Guy right. sweats. He's better shape than us. Drop of a hat. <laughs> Moving on, it's... There's three of you. Let's yep. see if somebody can knock Strem off the mountain of the 10-count trivia showdown championship. Wow. Wow. I doubt it. This I isn't going to go well. Yowie wowie. Because we're going Ring of Honor Champions oh, Edition. Oh, I'm not going to know this. How many of the 24 <laughs> Ring of Honor World Champions have been a world champion in WWE, not counting NXT? Oh, that's half my roster. Well, you got Matt Hardy. He's been a Ring of Honor champ, right? He was Ring of Honor tag champ. I'm talking oh, the world title. The, oh, he's never nope. the world champion? Five. That's about all I know. Justin's guess is five. I'm going to say four. Four. I'll say four and a half. <laughs> the correct answer is four. Wow! Yes, thank you. No, you were Best in the world. Kevin wow. Owens, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk. Four. Nice. Okay. Well, well I knew that. obvious, actually. You know. Which NXT alum... From the NXT television show, was the first Ring of Honor World Champion. NXT alum. Hmm. Was the first? Is it Daniel Bryan? No. CM Punk. No. CM Punk My is bad. not in NXT. Oh, that's right. Seth Rollins? No, that's Sue. That's way later. The correct answer is Low Key, aka Caval. Who the fuck is that? He was the winner of NXT season two, and he was a former. He was the first Ring of Honor champion. At wow. 645 days, who is the longest reigning Ring of Honor world champion of all time? I'm gonna have to say the Great Kabuki. Yes, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Colt Cabana. <laughs> oh, Colton Cabana, the longest reigning NXT champion. Ring of Honor champion. Oh yeah, keep time. saying NXT. The longest reigning champion. Say the question again. <laughs> At 645 days, who is the longest reigning Ring of Honor World Champion of all time? Adam Cole. I'm going to have to say... What? Hulk Hogan. Samoa Joe. Oh, this oh, oh, of course. Well, 
course. This one I don't think I, any of you are going to get, but let's we give didn't it a get shot. Those. Jesus. <laughs> Who are the only two Ring of Honor Grand Slam champions? Adam Cole. <laughs> I like Adam Cole. I love Adam Cole. Uh, Samoa Joe. Kevin Owens. Nope. Sami Zayn. Nope. Seth Rollins. I'm nope. Cole Cabana. I'm just going to guess Cole Cabana every... Cole Cabana? Yeah. Christopher Daniels and current Ring of Honor world champion Matt Taven. Oh, oh Matt Taven's cool. I like Boston's him. Own. Yeah, he's from Boston. I follow him on the IG. Who is the only WWE Hall of Famer to hold a Ring of, a Ring of Honor championship? Oh. They're not in the Hall They're of Fame. They're not in the Hall of Fame. Cole Cabana. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. Ooh, I feel like I should... Uh, Billy Gunn? No, but you've got the right era. Bubba, Bully Ray uh, Dudley. Oh, okay. A one-time Ring of Honor six-man tag team champion. And a one-time pull six a man, What's a six-man tag team champion? Three on three. Oh, wow. What was his team? It was him and the Briscoes. Okay. They lost the tag titles to Dalton Castle and the boys. That's in kind Lowell, of a Massachusetts. cool... That's I was wow. there. Nice. That's a cool idea, three on three division. I like that. Who are the, Why doesn't WWE have that? They have a million guys they don't use. That would actually be a brilliant title to have for them. No. No more titles. <laughs> well, get rid of one. No, unite the two shows since the fucking brand split doesn't matter. You keep your U.S., keep your Intercontinental, keep one World. big belt. Have a tag belt and a 6 Get rid of the belt. women's tag belts because those clearly don't matter. Uh, those belts are iconic. Are they? Mm. Are they, they haven't won, a, they won one like match them. since they got them, right? Who are the only two tag teams to win both the Ring of Honor and WWE tag team titles? The Revival? Nope. Adam Cole? Nope. Oh, it's the, uh, it's the Midnight Express. Nope. I don't know shit about Ring of Honor. The Hardys is one. The the Dudley Boys, then. Nope. Well, they were an impact. Oh, man. Um, Strem's working on half credit. Yeah. Um, Kate and Murdoch. No. Haas and Benjamin. Oh. Oh, Haas. <laughs> During the inaugural tournament for the now defunct Pure Wrestling Championship, who was Bobby the Brain Heenan's hand-picked competitor? I've mentioned it on the show many times. Whenever we talk Ring of Honor, I bring this up. Hand-picked competitor. Yep. Versus Bobby Heenan? So... He was the, he represented Bobby the Brain Heenan oh, in the I tournament. Oh, I thought he meant he fought him. No. no. Has to be someone big and stupid. <laughs> Cole Cabana. <laughs> Brian Pillman. No. Cole Cabana? He was dead. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Samoa uh, Joe. I was there. Jay Lethal. It was Valentine's Day. He wouldn't pick Jay Lethal. Um... Shawn Michaels. No. <laughs> CM Punk. Ah, I was going to say it, but it, I was like, no. Nah, I didn't say you pick somebody from fucking WWE. Oh, yeah, but CM Punk, I didn't even think they like he Adam met Cole. Bobby the Brain. Was Adam Cole even in Ring of Honor? Oh, Adam Cole was the champ, We're going to talk about Adam Cole in a second. Uh, we'll get Adam there. Adam Cole right? was, like, awesome back in Ring of Honor. All right. Next. I never watched a match he had, but I heard he was good. <laughs> Which former Southern... WWE Cruiserweight Champion defeated CM Punk for the Ring of Honor World you Championship. You know, if you're going to do these questions, you should cater Wait, to the Southern? people playing oh. the game and ask yeah. questions they know. He was, he's a Southern wrestler. I've seen that oh. was on, when Punk was on his way out, right? Yep. Southern. Guy Fieri. Oh, my nope. God. I've seen the match with the streamers going in and yep. Punk's all upset. 
Cole Cabana. Nope. Southern. Like, define Southern. Like, you got like this. Hey, baby, let's go. Come on, girl. Mm. Jamie Noble. Oh. Uh, Helm's another Helm's jobber. Yes, he's kind of a hick. Two questions left. Oh, boy. As of right now, Pete's going to win the title. <laughs> I don't even have to try. <laughs> Which 1990s tag team wrestler is currently a champion in Ring of Honor? He is a former WWF tag team champion. Say that again. Which 1990s wrestler, <laughs> yeah. tag team wrestler, and former tag team champion is currently a champion in Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor. Does Bubba have a fucking title? No, Bubba Ray doesn't have a title. Uh, who the hell is Billy uh, Ring of Honor? Um, oh. I don't know any other 90s guys that are in Ring of Honor right now. Dr. Tom Pritchard. No. Dr. Death Steve. <laughs> no. Is it um, Owen Hart? <laughs> Come on. Pierre Olette, a.k.a. Ah, PCO. I he's had a resurgence. Really? Former Quebecer, he's had a resurgence in his mm. career and no longer wears an eye patch. Wow. Final question. Uh, which current champion in the WWE was the final pure wrestling champion? Pure wrestling champion. Which is actually a really cool championship. Like, do they grease themselves up and do, like, Greco-Roman wrestling? No, so, um... There was a 20 count on the outside. You only got a certain number of, um, rope breaks before they didn't count anymore. Rope break? Kofi Kingston. No. What's the question? Who is the last pure wrestling champion in Ring of Honor? He currently holds a belt in WWE. It's clearly... Samoa Joe. WWE or NXT? WWE. It's clearly whoever the Intercontinental Champion is. It's Adam Cole. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. So with one correct answer, Pete is the new I am I am trivia showdown champion. The standard bearer. Well, Pete, go around that corner. I brought you the Stanley Cup. Wow. You get to take it around the ice once, and then we got to send it to Boston. So next up, next week we'll have something that's more in Pete's wheelhouse, like black managers from the 1980s. Beautiful. I can list them all. Yes. Speaking of Adam Cole, <laughs> it's time for Who Fucking Cares, the fun facts. Oh, I thought that was no. Who Fucking Cares, all your questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Adam Cole baby edition of fun facts. Adam Cole, baby! Adam Cole had a baby? He was trained by Al Snow. His wife's a dentist. His real name is Austin Jenkins. Baker is his really? wife. That is correct. AEW superstar Britt Baker is a real-life dentist and his wow. fiance. I think I want to become a you just like to drill yeah, cavities. Marry Adam Boom! Cole. You marry Adam Cole if you're a dentist. Mm. He turns 30 on July 5th, so he's wow. a lot younger than us. Fuck him. Yeah, he should stay in NXT as long as possible. I agree. Vince will hate his size. I agree. He was offered a tryout that was actually meant for Austin Woods, a.k.a. Xavier Woods. Uh-huh. So as a, a make good, they offered him a position as an extra for a segment. And on the July 2nd, 2010 episode of SmackDown... He is the guy who got drunk in a bar with Serena that got her kicked out of the Straight Edge Society. Wow. Guess wow. she wasn't so straight edge. He was the first wrestler to win a Ring of Honor championship at a non-Ring of Honor event. He won the world title in Japan. Mm. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly started together as a tag team in Ring of Honor and would split up leading to Cole's world title reigns. He's the only three-time Ring of Honor world champion. He's the second ever Ring of Honor, uh, excuse me, NXT Triple Crown winner. That's right. So that's Adam Cole, baby. His father was a fucking 
final at Chernobyl. So. Oh, oh wow. Well, that was interesting. Right there, Amazing. Man. Thank you. I actually cared more about that than your questions. <laughs> I, you know, I try to bring a little extra it's to the so show. Oh, hey. yeah, thanks. We have learned. Just like, questions. just like our listeners will learn about these backstage things, we listener. learned something today about Ring of Honor, which our, I didn't obviously know shit about Ring of Honor. So. Our listener. Yeah, I, well, yeah. you know, they're on Nessie. Oh, thank you, Bobby think, Silver, right? for listening. They, 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 uh, they show <laughs> their uh, product on Nessie. Yes. This is where we give the shout-out to everybody that actually listens. I just learned that Vince should buy the, uh, the tape library and cancel Ring of Honor. <laughs> oh, there was rumors he was going to do that for uh, Impact. He was going to buy Impact. But. Speaking of uh, listeners, friend of the show, Jonathan Romig, um, started listening to the show. He uh, Romig? Romig. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Romig. He, um, he listened to the Top 10 Women's Wrestlers episode after having watched Fighting With Family. Okay. Fighting With My Family. We didn't mention Paige in our Top 10 list that episode. What do you oh. think of now that she's retired? What do you think of Paige? You know, is she still on TV yeah. anymore? No, they don't have any GMs anymore, so they've kind of taken her off of TV. So does she just pose pictures of boobs on Instagram, yeah. basically. All right. Um, so Paige, in ring competitor. Uh, it's, t- it's tough when you retire by the age of what twenty five or something whatever like she that. Is. I I think she was great. She was like a talk about a rocket rise. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> her her feud that. with uh, AJ Mendez was awesome. Yeah. Other than that, I could probably just say pass. She deserved a shout out. I thought she had um, quite the run, and I think she would have been in the too the, short of a career for a long run. Yeah. yeah. Think, it's it's unfortunate. I think but. in a way, I, when she debuted, I kind of knew that she'd have a strong run because she debuted so young at the top. It's kind of good point. That's yeah, a good it's point. kind of like how I view your life. A short run, but it's going to be good. <laughs> um, and then Fighting With My Family. Has anyone seen Fighting With My Family? I have not oh, seen it. Oh, Chris, oh. I fight with my family all the time. Superfan Sue Tremblay has seen it. Really? really? Wow. She sent me a text and said, hey, have you seen this movie called Fighting With My Family? It's got and that man, the boulder, in it. She said, it's made by the WWE. <laughs> and I texted her back and said, yeah, I'll have to check that one up. <laughs> and I have Let's okay. call her right now and put her on the air and oh, say, give us your review. <laughs> yeah, we should. I would love to have Sue Tremblay on the show. should. <laughs> she has all the time in the world. Yeah. Sounds she, a lot uh, like me. They're, oh, back, oh, they're oh, back home now? They are in New Hampshire. Wow. Oh. What is Chuck Tremblay going to complain about now? Facebook. Chuck <laughs> Tremblay. All I know is Chuck Tremblay is, is freaking pumped. He has already packed for John's bachelor party that I haven't planned oh, yet. Oh, yeah. But I have dates. Oh, good. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I have dates to my party. I have dates to oh, your party. Nice. <laughs> so, Jonathan, thank you for listening. That's you what we think of Paige. Not you. The other Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> the other Jonathan. <laughs> it's always an adventure when the four of us get together. Yeah. I'll tell you. Sure is. Welcome to hour one. <laughs> this would be... I guarantee part two of this is going to be inside because I'm already getting bit by mosquitoes. This, this puck, drops in, puck drops in two hours, so... Yeah. You guys get to sit on my new couch! Yeah! Oh, wow. Cup goes up in three hours. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. baby. All right. I'm going to cut so much wind on that couch. <laughs> it's okay. I got I got Febreze. I got Febreze. Oh, good. So today's episode, Top 10 Shoots, a.k.a. Real Life Incidents mm-hmm. in Pro Wrestling History. Um, Peter! I just thought of one that I didn't put on, but I'm not going to put on my list. Okay. Fuck. That's like the best one I could have done. So, and again... Make it your number two. You know what? I'm going to... Yeah, it it deserves to be up there, so I'll Google it later. So with the the four of us, hand raise on the top three. Top three. Break? Yep. All right. 
Okay, so my number 10 gentlemen's is Ric Flair and Bret Hart. Ooh. Um, Bret Hart uh, told people that he thought Flair was very subpar and overrated as a wrestler. Fuck Bret Hart. describing himself to other people? Exactly, and Ric Flair said that Bret takes himself too seriously, and that's why uh, he's a little cunt. So that's my pick, number 10. This is, okay, the same Ric Flair who got out of the hospital last week and, and started cutting a promo on Sean. I almost put that, but I was like, you know what? It hasn't had time to breathe, so it can't be a greatest shoot. But It could be a work. I but, can't uh, tell. Uh, you know what? I think it's a work. I think it's, it's a probably work. a work. Yeah. I mean, he loves Shawn Michaels. I think Ric Flair finally launched his 30 for 30. <laughs> yeah, two years later. That's why sober. I was confused. Because I was like, did that air? If, if you made a documentary about me... And was no premiere. I probably wouldn't watch it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. The John Tremblay story. There's a movie. All right. Well, um, I mean, Flair and, and Hart are like the two kings of that, but and Michaels. So we're going to talk about Michaels a lot today. This guy feuded way. with his fucking mother. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Write that number down. <laughs> no, keep it going. Trembly, you're number 10. Oh, number 10. Uh, do you have 10? Yeah, I do. Oh. It was a struggle when I got there. Uh, it was uh, Edge and Matt Hardy. Oh! oh thank God. We got a Wait, did, are we, do we only raise it if it's top? Yeah, yeah. Top yeah. three. Yeah, we're yeah. good. Yeah. My seven. And we, we, we'll talk about that oh, later. Wow. I only made a 10 because I don't like Matt Hardy. Yeah, no, that's Matt. actually my number three. That so, is no. my... Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, that's my number two. So cool. Here we go. We'll get. We'll talk about that later. Um, my number ten is William Regal versus Bill Goldberg. Ooh, I don't. I don't think I. Oh, was that because of the match they had? February 9th, nineteen ninety eight, the God of Hellfire's birthday. Nice. Monday Night Nitro. Um, so according according to William Regal's book, Walking a Golden Mile, which is a great read. I'm going to be walking the Royal Mile next week when I go to Scotland uh, oh. to find Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Are you actually going to Scotland? I'm going to Edinburgh. I'm leaving Sunday night for nice. a week. I didn't know that. See, uh, yeah. see what kind of stuff you can bring back from distilleries. I yeah. dude, Whiskey City, baby, over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring back a man something. when I go. I'm gonna go to Loch Ness and I'm gonna find Lessie. It's called Scotch in Scotland. Is it Scotch? Yeah. I'm gonna have looks, and I'm gonna be walking around there and saying, Roman, you may have beat cancer, but you can't beat me. <laughs> That's a pretty spot on. That's a good one. So when you're when you're there, you know you're getting good stuff if there's no e in whiskey. Okay. In America, we spell it with an e. Over in Scotland, they spell it without it without well, an e. I'm going to be visiting Just many like distilleries. <laughs> and whenever you toast somebody, cilantro. And um, the second drink to whiskey that I'm looking forward to drinking even more there is this soda that outsells Coca-Cola out there. It's called Iron Brew. And it's orange I'm a, soda. I'm a, I'm, it's a tall, thin yes, bottle. It's I'm like a, it's I basically like fucking Mountain Dew on steroids. Wow. That's what I've read about. Well, it. So it, I will try to bring guy. you all some iron brew back with me. Oh, good. Whatever you can bring <laughs> me back from a distillery will be greatly appreciated. I am a whiskey, a scotch I will, fiend. I will, I will think of you fondly and bring you some things. Beautiful. Well, I just learned I'm Scottish. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, you're coming with me, aren't you? I'm getting in your fucking suitcase. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. This is why our episodes take uh, three and a half hours. So, William so, Regal... So, according to his book, before the match, uh, William Regal, Bill Goldberg, and an agent got together, and the agent was like, we want a six-minute competitive match. Goldberg didn't really care for that, 
and Will, William Regal um, kind of showed the world what Goldberg was really That's made right. of and made it a competitive match. Ooh. And Regal was subsequently fired right away. I forgot. There's some good footage so, of that and um, talking about that and the Monday Night Wars show. The whole match is available on the network. Yeah. Oh, wow. February 9th, 1998, Nitro. So he just he just he went out there not working. He was he was he couldn't do shit because Goldberg. Goldberg went out there to do what he was told to do, and Goldberg couldn't hang. And he tried to just they said get a match out of him, right? right. Basically, again, that's according to Regal. I've also read Goldberg's book. Yeah, I tend to believe Regal more. Goldberg had more than his fair share of run-ins backstage, it sounds like, including one last week. So He must uh, have been the most unhappy millionaire in wrestling, right. I would think. It took him a long time to turn that corner. I don't know, Brett seemed pretty miserable. Brett got miserable yeah, later that on. That's true. But he got paid in maple syrup and pancakes, so. Yeah. He? Oh, is he part of the New Day? <laughs> My number 10. Justin's number 10. Breaking news, I am a third cousin with Don Tipton. Oh, good. Thank you to Ancestry.com. Wow. Is he from Scotland? Don. Take our DNA Who the we'll fuck is Don Tipton? Well, he's he's, uh, he's related to Glenn Tipton <laughs> from Judas Priest. Third, third, third. He's he's Glenn, <laughs> he's Glenn Tipton's cousin. I he didn't say he was. Ebo. I didn't Take say he was. I didn't call him a cunt. I just said, who is he? It's a shame. Oh, it's a girl. Oh, D-A-W-N. You know what? They build them hairy out there in Scotland. That's my third cousin. Yeah, well, uh, what's she look like? They come up in Burley out there in Scotland. She didn't load a photo. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Justin's number 10. Number 10. Is... During the Tough Enough stage, Daniel Pewter and Kurt Angle. Oh, that was a good one, too! Number nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I mean... You probably have actual notes. And, and, you know, this um, was actually probably more bad communication than a shoot. Basically, they... communication breakdown? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always the same. Right, so basically they did this angle where Kurt Angle was in the ring taking on the tough enough competitors one by one. He's like, who wants to take me on? Yep. Pewter gets in the ring and puts a Kimura on him. And obviously he could have broken Angle's arm. And obviously Angle's supposed to be the tough veteran. He's supposed to come out looking strong. So they quickly, to the ref's credit, counted a quick pin as Angle sort of rolled him and they counted his shoulders down. But then right afterwards, Angle gets up, and you can tell he is heated. And he gets in his face, and he's like, don't you know any better? Like, what the hell are you doing? Da-da-da-da-da. The the whole match is on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um, Angle... It's on YouTube for now until they they deem it... uh, Right. It's sensitive. Right. But Angle uh, later on gave interviews sort of ripping Pewter. Pewter really... Never really had much of a career after this. He was in the Rumble. And <laughs> they beat the fucking shit out of right, him. Right, right. That sort of became his gimmick was that he was disrespectful to veterans. But, you know, to Pewter's uh, defense, they didn't really say yeah. what the angle should have been. But oh. it was, it, if you watch back, angle is pretty pissed Did off you about say it. Yeah. Like, so creative. I, uh, what to do. I remember mm, Bruce Pritchard talking about that, and it was pretty, I never knew about that before. So that was pretty good. Right, there's so many of these things. That's why I really picked a topic because there's there's probably dozens that I don't even know about. I just find it funny because it's you bring this kid in. And yeah. Like, oh, you want to be a 
superstar. Come on out here and fight this guy. Kid right. legit was and tough. He could have been something. He was a UFC fought? fighter. He was 8 0 in UFC. Did you say he was tough enough? Another fun fact about him. So the million dollar winner was not guaranteed a million dollars. They got a four year contract worth two fifty a year, and then they cut him after one year. So he got two hundred fifty. Those little bastards. Well worth it. He sucked. He lives in it. What a ruthless business. He has a YouTube channel of one thousand views, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm fifty of them. (laughs) Pete, you're number nine. My number nine is Austin versus Owen. Ooh. After Owen Hart, you, you gentlemen had briefly touched upon yeah. it on your Owen tribute uh, when Owen did the Tombstone sit-down pile driver to Austin in their IC championship match and broke Austin's neck. Yeah. Um, Owen, unfortunately, never, according to Austin, who's talked about this on his podcast many times, never reached out and apologized or visited him in the hospital. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Austin held that against Owen until the day he died, but, you know, he forgave him after, obviously, yeah. but... Goddamn, so he dropped uh, me on my neck. But I love that the the feud after Austin came back, where they kind of touched upon some realism, where Owen had the shirt, you know, Owen 316, yeah. I just broke your neck. And, I mean, it wound up being a cool storyline. And uh, But, yeah, so, you know, you would never think Owen would have a grudge against anybody. Um, or start surprising one, to me that he didn't... perfect in depth. <laughs> uh, right, right. Yeah, I, I wonder what the... Uh, the reasoning for him not reaching out to Stone Cold was right because it was clearly his fault. Maybe he left him a message and Austin he, never he heard. Pay it. the fifty cents to the payphone. <laughs> hey, ten ten two twenty one eight hundred C O L E C T. There's plenty of ways to make a call in the nineties. Yeah, that's right. I will show you Dial the down the center. Full of voicemails that have not been returned. <laughs> oh, that's sad. All those women are waiting to hear back from you, Trembly. <laughs> hey, John, this is Sandpaper Face. I want to see if you're still oh, single. Oh, oh. <laughs> sandpaper. <laughs> hey, hey, John. This is Don Tipton. <laughs> <laughs> you know your third cousin. Can I borrow some money? You know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. Beverly <laughs> Brothers. Beverly Brothers. Hey there, ladies. <laughs> Paul Stanley's here. It's time for job number nine. His friend brought up his pewter angle. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Honestly, it was so exciting to watch. Okay. <laughs> It was just two brute men going at it. I watched it today working on YouTube. Two sweaty men just going at it in the ring. I've been doing that for 40 years. That's amazing. <laughs> I think that's better than your Jesse Ventura. I love doing the Paul Stanley. It, it's amazing. It kills is me it after a while. Is like selling trunks full of bullshit around the country, or is that uh, that's Simmons? G- that sounds like Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Simmons. Paul Simmons Stanley has a little more... Uh, a little this more like, oh, class. He's like, you buy one of these, I'll hand deliver it to you. Yes. Oh, like, yeah, that's Gene. He, yeah. He, you buy like, his box <laughs> set, and he delivers it to your house. <laughs> yeah, unless you buy it in, like, a metropolitan area, and then he Excuse makes me. you come with 50 other people. <laughs> yes. Excuse me, I'd like to buy my box set. Oh, that's a pretty good Gene Simmons. <laughs> Ladies, we're talking about the greatest thing. If I knew Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley of the legendary Kiss would be coming to my home, I would have uh, worn something a little more appropriate. Somebody's going to lick it up tonight. <laughs> it would be an honor, sir. Oh, Jesus. My number nine is the Acolytes versus the Public Enemy. Oh, yeah, yeah. This okay. one happened in the ring. Monday Night Raw, Public Enemy, of course, were famous for putting people through tables. Mm-hmm. That's, was famous for 
shooting. Beat, beat the fuck out of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, the finish was the public enemy was going to get put through a table. They've been going everywhere, putting through people through tables, and they said they weren't doing it. So Ron Simmons and John Bradshaw proceeded to beat the living fuck out of the public enemy. Damn. Damn. They uh, get released. But the thing that makes this so significant is when uh, two years later the Dudleys signed with WWF and they were like, so what you're going to do is you're going to hit the APA with two-by-fours and they're going to hit you back. And famously, the, uh, Bubba goes up to Ron Simmons and he goes, so, you know, Mr. Simmons with the two-by-four, he goes, damn, boy, don't you know how to work a two-by-four? <laughs> yes, Mr. Simmons, I sure do. And they beat the fuck out of the APA with the two-by-fours, and then the next night they got it back and they were welcomed into the fold. Really? So because the public enemy showed you how to not join the WWE, right. it led to the Dudleys being accepted. Interesting. And Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock got the shit kicked out of wow. them. Wow, interesting. Oh, it's ugly. Yeah, okay. Let's See, I didn't know that one. So we're all learning today. I hope you're all learning, taking notes. I've learned so much. Don Tipton is my third cousin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Don Tipton. Don Tipton, the newest <laughs> listener to the 10 Count Podcast. Welcome to the family, Don. Literally and figuratively. I've already got a nickname for Don. Don Just The. Oh, I like it. Too fucking mad. My number nine. Happened on May 8, 2006. It is Batista and Booker T in a legit fist fight. I uh, almost put that one in <laughs> my list, but I did not because I didn't know too much about it. At the taping of a SummerSlam yep. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> in California. So it basically starts with, I mean, these are two big big boys. And yeah, I guess... Right here. I guess they're... Their white, their wives or partners didn't quite get along. It was Melina and Charmel at the time. Mm. Um, oh man, and a lot of bad blood there. The, the story that I read, by the way, shout out to Armpit Wrestling, which has going to call our wives armpits. <laughs> ton of these fight stories, like in detail, which has a few, we'll talk about. It's a few almost times. like oh, he was there. Well, I wish you sent me that uh, a couple days ago. Well, you know something. <laughs> if there was only a Google machine that you could use, <laughs> so sorry, armpit wrestling doesn't doesn't top the Google charts but, when but, I search for Batista. Me. When you search for pro wrestling fights, you'd be surprised how quickly you'd uh, really? search engine optimization. So, Batista uh, kind of got big for his britches right away. He got an early push. He got put with Triple H, Evolution, all that stuff. Yeah. And the the thought backstage is that he was sort of disrespecting some of the talent, not going around. She, she was only hanging with the main eventers, basically. Um, he was a fucking main eventer. Yeah, yeah. But he was only hanging. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta go in and say hi to the Drake Mavericks of the world. I know the that's real reason. Point. That's a good. That's that's a good point. So um, somehow. So so Booker, yeah, I know the real Booker reason. <laughs> Booker T called him out on ready. it. <laughs> and, uh, like many of these things, Booker T calls him out. And Batista said he could take him anytime, anywhere. So Booker T was like, let's go find an empty room then. Yeah. yeah. And so they go in and they close the door and they start. There's only two of them in there, but people say you could hear 
Booker T laying sh- shots on uh, Batista. You know that, that makes me think it's going to work now. <clears throat> Batista got in a second. It almost sounds like it was no, a they prank. both had black eyes and stuff, like, at the next <laughs> Oh, well, one of them already <laughs> had them, so that's kind of not really hard to do. Booker T went in with two. Oh, my God. <laughs> So Did this... you say black eyes or black guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Missy Hyatt out of this. Unbelievable. So, <laughs> the funny thing about this is Vince, I guess, was disappointed that Batista lost. He's like, I thought he was a tough guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, know. man. I now I can't, jer- I can't jerk it to him anymore. But, He's weak. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this could have been an even bigger thing, but actually both guys worked past it. They worked together several times after this, so it didn't have many lingering effects. They got it out of their system, and, um... (laughs) 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 And they they got past it, so credit to Just like we all did in the Civil War after it ended. Right. My dearest Abigail, (laughs) it's been a fortnight since I last felt your warm embrace. These winners are mighty tough, but your letters get me through each blistering <laughs> evening. Mm. Nice. The message was brought to you by, by the 1784. Way, how big do you think Batista's dick is? It's huge. How big? That's Batista's what I've heard on dick? every podcast. Yeah, he finally said it's huge. I mean, if you go to Firehouse Subs, you're paying seven ninety five. Firehouse Subs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, know, a little story about our friend Justin here. He loves the gimmick sub shop. He was a big fan of the Quiznos before they uh, closed. I loved Quiznos. He probably loved the Subway. I bet you you're a big... You know, like... You like a Jimmy John? I do D'Angelo? D'Angelo's. Yeah. You like your subs to be named after black R&B singers? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want tomatoes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Firehouse Subs sounds like right up Shrimp's alley. I gotta tell you. Firehouse, I mean, they're not a sponsor because we're never going to get sponsors. But Firehouse Subs is a delicious product, and they're, part of their proceeds go to Firefighter. Yes. Um, they have a lovely brisket sandwich. I get their meatball every time. It's delicious. Wow. Oh, wow. I actually haven't stepped foot in a Firehouse Subs before. There's one in now. Uh, <laughs> there's one in moving. What? Believe it or not. 37, uh, 373, 93 South. In Woburn, right oh, I know where Target. it is. I know it's right in front of the Target. Oh, I know where it is. I if there's a sub shop in, in the in New England, <laughs> I know where it is. <laughs> he beeps on the way by, but he's never been in. <laughs> he just doesn't like fire. Hey, baby. Hey, was that Pete? Hey, baby. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm no John Stewart when it comes to firefighting. Meep, meep. Oh, that was Pete. You're number eight. My number eight, surprise, surprise, Bret Hart shows up on my list a second time, and I know it's oh, not God. the feud you think it's going to be. Oh, it's not the Montreal Screwjob? No. It's Brett versus the Hulkster, brother. Because oh, wow. the Hulkster refused to put Brett over. Yep. He was too small for Hogan too to put him selfish. over. And Brett, to this Fairly day, bad. still hasn't forgiven the Hulkster. Actually, when the racial uh, accusations happened, Brett even was like, he kind of he kind of threw Hulk Hogan under the bus. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm not surprised he said those things. So Brett's still I don't carrying. think you're allowed to say bus when you talk about racial things. Oh, that's a thing. All right, put, get truck. your pen. <laughs> <laughs> I met a lovely woman from Canada this week, from Calgary, and I said, "Oh, the heart's still big up there." She goes, "Oh yes, wow. they have a foundation," and I lost my shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> that's so funny. I want to get a T-shirt made for the show that just says, "Get your pen ready." <laughs> that's a good idea. Get your pen ready. Get your pen ready. You know, that's the one feud I will be on Brett's side over. 
I, I agree with over. you, actually. I agree with you there because, I mean, yeah. It, Hogan was always a fan of be- beating the big monsters. That's why he wanted to beat, you know, he wanted Yoko to beat him and that, that was hope. But you know what? Hogan was smart, man. I mean, as much of an asshole people think he is, the guy... They're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the guy did what he had to do to survive in the business. I think everyone had to have that little bit of that attitude back in the day. He still should have put Brett over on his way. I agree. I I mean, Brett. Brett deserved to be put over. He did in that instance. But hey, you know what? We're talking about it today. Thankfully, that's right. Scrapping brother. (laughs) Number eight. Ah, my number eight. I would like to bring you all back in time to 1993 in Blackpool, England. Oh boy, get your pen. Where Sid Fishes and Arn Anderson are having a dispute. Oh, I didn't put that one on there. We got a hand raise. You know what? I'll take it back there. We got two hand raises. (laughs) I'm getting blown up today. Um, I think my number eight is going to be on Strem's top three, so I'll just point to it instead of giving away. Uh, yes. Okay. Wow. You guys. You guys. No, no. I'm sorry. That's in my number two. Okay. Cool. Um, the Rougeau brothers versus the Dynamite Kid and Davy Boy Smith. That's my number one. Is it? No. Okay, good. Um, according to lore, Dynamite, um, and to a lesser extent, Davy Boy Smith, harassed Hayes and bullied the shit out of the Rougeau brothers nonstop. They would, yeah. Because they were French. Yeah. Sure, why not? No, because they were dicks and they harassed everybody. I used to be French, I can relate. Hey, they're the Mount... Oh, the Bulldogs were dicks. Okay, I thought you were going to besmirch the good name of Jacques and Raymond Rougeau. Um, they would cut up their clothes, yeah. double lock their bags with uh, padlocks and throw away the keys, all sorts of shit. Dynamite allegedly broke Jacques' nose with a sucker punch. Yeah. So Jacques decided he had enough and he was going to get his revenge. And while Dynamite was playing cards with another wrestler, Jacques turned him around, punched him in the face with a roll of quarters in his hands, mm-hmm. uh, allegedly uh, spilling teeth or, wow. as they would say in hockey, Spitting chicklets. Yes. And, um... In true French fashion, he surrendered immediately. Yes. Well, incidentally, uh, this was right this before is... the Survivor Series 1989? 88? 89? 89, because the Rougeaus were at WrestleMania five against the Bushwhackers. Um, <laughs> and they did a double count-out to get both of those teams out of there as soon as they could, and yeah. Rougeaus got in their car, and they were never heard from again until Jacques came back as the Mountie. And yeah. he came back as the commentator. Well... That's right. I mean, he's still employed today. That's right. Vince hasn't found him yet. Yeah, this is... Um, yeah. It's one of the more famous ones. This is probably one of the most famous... I, certainly my most notes I have on any of them. Because this went on for a long time. They they were supposed to... The Rougeos were supposed to go over the Bulldogs at SummerSlam 88. The Bulldogs didn't like that, so they settled on a draw. Oh, when were they supposed to go over? They were supposed to go over there. It was supposed to be a meeting, or...? <laughs> Wait, you're telling me somebody in Brett's family refused to lose to somebody? <laughs> um, they they just had all these little things going on. So the Rougeaus, they were they were doing a house show in Canada, and the Rougeaus wanted to go on earlier because if they went on early, it meant they could have gone home uh, to spend another night with their families. The Bulldogs did it, but like they were pissed about it, so it leads to all these stupid like you know pranks and things like that. Um, but the Rougeaus threatened to call Vince McMahon about all the tormenting and that's when um, Dynamite Kid uh, took on Jock. That's the one point where I'm on the Bulldog side right. on this one 
Mr. McMahon, the Bulldog, the picking on us. <laughs> right, right. They're m- 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 making us feel bad. <laughs> but here's why it's look so... At, look at Davy Boy's muscles. Right. <laughs> look at his so, fucking pecs. Here's, here's why it's so far up my list, but Vince oh, actually yes. had a meeting with the whole locker room and said, next person who pulls shit like this is fired. So and Vince pulled it immediately. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yes, they, he... Jacques Rougeau calls his dad. His dad says, get a roll of quarters. Boom. I heard it. They was coming out of the lunchroom, not playing cards, whatever. It doesn't really matter. The sucker punch might have been dynamite on Rougeau playing cards. Oh, that's right. That's right. There was a card game involved. Right. I know that. That's right. Um, but apparently, the whole locker room couldn't stand the Bulldogs. Hulk Jacques says that Hulk Hogan jobbed to him. This is, Think about what we just said about Hulk Hogan. Jacques beat Hulk Hogan in Quebec as a thank you for punching uh, Dynamite Kid in the wow. face. That's no, the story. No, no. Much like the uh, Mansoor went over in Saudi Arabia, a French guy has to go over in Quebec. Come on. But Jacques claims that Hogan... Well, Jacques's an ass. Hogan did it voluntarily. Look at, you think Hogan just went I've in there and Jacques, said, oh yeah, I'll lose. Right. Well, he, was, he was beating everybody. I'm not take he was beating nuns. guy who spent the night in a New York City lockup <laughs> for losing a match at SummerSlam. But I'm telling you, there was there was there were so many intricacies involved here. You know what like makes they me were, think that story's bullshit. Hulk Hogan's never jobbed anyone in his life. I, you could probably look up the house show results I'll of Jacques Rougeau winning. It's, yeah, it's, you it was, look it up. It was on the it was on the th- it was on the 31st of February, 1990. <laughs> <never>. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about it, because I go on all day about it, but. There was, wor- there was worried about, about there was worries about another receipt. Now the Bulldogs coming oh. back, so they used. They were friends with Dino Bravo, the Rougeos, and they used like sort of veiled threats about Dino's mob ties to uh, say, "Don't don't bring a receipt in, or you're gonna get you know taken care of." So I mean, this kind of started Dynamite Kids downturn. I mean, by the you way, be this care of? Th- you know. It's it's mob speak, Trembley. You should know that. It's mob speak. You watch the you Sopranos. Used to be Italian. I you know used to be Italian. Yeah, before yeah. you found out you were Scottish. The best right. part about the whole thing is it turns out the guy that was double locking their bags wasn't even the Bulldogs. It was, it was perfect. Mr. Perfect. Yes. So <laughs> and Henning really. He didn't even a lot say a word. That's a good rib right there. Well, good rib. I mean, it's a great fucking rib. Man, just walking around eating the hot dogs, watching everyone go fucking nuts, and you're the one that did it. Yeah, but I mean, this le- this resulted in veiled death threats and people losing teeth. So it's a great rib. Ra- Raven, Raven, in one of his shoots this, uh, from the Secrets of the Ring series, Raven is asked about how do you deal with ribs. He goes, "Bad news, well, Alan." First, I like to marinate them in a nice barbecue sauce. That's the best way. A little brown sugar, maybe. Yeah. Um, Raven said. Uh, Bad News Brown, Bad News Allen was ribbing him a lot. And he said, hey, can I talk to you over there? Yeah. And he said, listen, I don't know why you're doing this to me. If we got to fight over it, I will. I know I'll get the shit kicked out of me, but if that's what I got to do to get this to stop, you know, I'll fight you. And Bad News was simply like, hey, you're a good man. You're a ma-. like He, yeah. he kind of was like, hey, you showed some balls, like, approaching it this way instead of, like, retaliating or telling on me, basically, and that... Yeah. Stop, and it stopped after that. Yeah, sometimes all you got to do is ask. Right. You know? Hey, well. <laughs> well, please, sir, stop blocking my bed. That I was like, um, I like that segue. All you got to do is ask was actually John's quote in his uh, Wilmington High Yearbook in 2002. 
<laughs> Please stop shitting in my bag. All you gotta do is ask. Another slice of pizza. <laughs> All you gotta do is ask. And when they say no, you just cut them over the head. <laughs> Pete, speaking of all you gotta do is ask, my next pick, which I think is number seven. Yes. It's the Ultimate Warrior versus Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Wait, what about your number eight? Did I say my eight? Yeah, Brett first all Hulkster. Oh, how did we miss? All right, never mind. We talked about it. You weren't listening. Well, I said something positive about saw, Brett, and you fucking. I skipped my number eight. Oh well, why'd you skip your eight? Yeah, because I was just went on. For you're so a long fucking asshole. Four. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Tell us your lame well, pick. Let me, eight let me guess your number eight. It's got Vader's in there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm not reading this fucking list. I got my own list. My to go number worry about. eight is from August 30th, 1995. <laughs> it is Big Van Vader and Paul Orndorff fighting backstage at WCW at a taping. Oh, the flip flop. Did Vader murder fight. Orndorff? Yeah. How does that even work? So, Orndorff was an agent backstage. Okay. Vader was double booked. He was supposed to go do some promo. And he showed up late to the um, to the event. And Orndorff starts giving him a bunch of crap. And Vader says, talk to Bischoff because he told me to do that thing first and I would be late. And um, Orndorff was really heated about it. He got in his face, and, and he was like, why don't you take a swing at me? So Vader was like, bam! Slapped ah! him right in the chest. Slapped his mustache so, right off his face. So Orndorff apparently retaliated and, and that got the better of Vader. What? Knocked him wow. back, kicked the shit out of him. No shit. my face. I just thought of a really good one. I will not fight if you were Alexa. So, <laughs> um, so Vader kind of backs off. Um, there's... And then there's a second run at it. Orndorff... Um, Vader hears Orndorff saying that Orndorff, that Vader sucker punch Orndorff, and he see he, that pisses him off. So they fight again. They both land some blows, uh, but luckily this could have gone up the list further. But Meng, aka Haku, walks in and basically pulls him apart. And you're you're not gonna mess with Meng or Haku. Don't mess with me, Meng. But right, it sounds like Vader was getting ready to really. T- I mean, Orndorff was older at this time. Vader is a monster. And if, um, it could have got real ugly. But Vader ends up getting fired because of this, and he lost his WCW contract worth 750 grand a year. Vader knows it was a terrible mistake. He regrets it. He ended up going back to WWE, so the implications were pretty high from this, from this fight. Um, he still... WWE, by the way, needed him pretty badly, and this is 1995, which yes. we've shit on many Summer times. Shawn Michaels. Right. Mm. Um, so he goes back to WWE. Move, you fat fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I love Shawn Michaels. That's actually in 1995. This is the match that kind of brought me in. I had the Shawn Michaels magazine where he's on the front. Oh, good. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I remember it was uh, the Olympics were that year. And the Special had, Olympics, yes. They had all the, rest, they had the wrestlers, and they were like, put the WWF in the Olympics, which makes no sense. And everyone yep. was standing on the podium, they're handing up medals. I think Vader jumped off the number one spot, which he should have never been on in the first place. And uh, yeah, that, that's what brought me in. Stride X presents SummerSlam 1995. Michaels is Vader. Yeah, I never saw it. Good match. Cool story, Hansel. Good match, asshole. <laughs> All right, so. I already heard this. Yeah, Warrior versus Vince was my number seven. <laughs> Wait, what about your number eight? Yeah, what about your eight? <laughs> 
move on to number two. Um, this is a good one. This is a good one. It didn't make my list, but it should. It so, should. yeah, you know, SummerSlam, about to start. Warrior basically holds Vince hostage and says, you're going to pay me 500 grand. Allegedly is the number that Sergeant Slaughter says that he wanted. Yeah. Cash money. Cash mother. If you want me to go out there and wrestle. And that's when he was going to drop the belt, right? Yeah. Or what, yeah. So, Vince. Wait, what year was it? 92. Was it 92 or 91. 92 was no. 92 was him and Warrior against Adnan Mustafa okay. and Slaughter. All right. Slaughter. Oh yeah, and Slaughter. That's right. Slaughter. So that's why Slaughter would know the number probably. So there you go. He Vince Vince being the smart businessman he is says, "Okay, Warrior, I'm gonna pay you that money. You go out there and do what you do best." Because Vince, he's a promoter. He's not gonna you know advertise something and not deliver. I thought he was just a commentator. He well, there's no. He was the owner back then too. No, come yes. on. Yes. And what happens when Warrior comes back after the match, Chris? What happens? You're now there's a little bit of a story about this that Warrior actually wanted to writing a letter to Vince six weeks before this happened, and basically said the same thing. And Vince apparently sent him a letter back. I don't know if that's true. I was reading some stuff about it. But I like I like it that he was just being a prick to him in the show. I, I like that story better. I hope he didn't write him a letter because that would have been like, oh, he actually did the right thing. Not really, but still tried. But anyway, yeah. Dear Mr. McMahon, <laughs> as I prepare to come <laughs> to Madison Square Garden, is this letter in all caps? I need money now. <laughs> as I prepare to ascend to the heavens with all the warriors, I have a sincerely. Warriors! I have a big deck. I have a big cash settlement, and I need cash now. <laughs> I called JG Wentworth, and they wouldn't give it to me. When the planets combine. I'm gonna call JG Wentworth. We're getting a spot. That was amazing. Sparky the gay dog is making an appearance on the. No, I thought there was a gay dog behind me. It's George Clooney. <laughs> That's right. My number seven? You're number yeah. seven. I'd like to take you all back to 2001. Oh. Junior year of high school. Ooh. Or, I don't know, whatever month it was, it might, might have been senior of high school. Who knows? <laughs> Months are funny. It was before 9 11. Oh, the good uh, times. One night stand. Or some other ECW oh. pay per view that the WWE held. Mm. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, there was a little bit of a, t- a scuffle and. uh, JBL wind up busting the blue mini in the oh. face. That was in 2005. <laughs> 2001, <laughs> pre 9 11. Drop by a couple of years, hombre. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, it still happened. So, yeah. JBL busts open the blue mini's face, and everyone's wondering why. Face. It turns out it was some comments on the internet. Oh, well, the JBL internet. said, uh, yeah, I told Vince I loved working for WWE, everything was fine. He goes, but JBL was kind of an asshole. And as we all know now, JBL is definitely a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, so, so there was a big scuffle between WWF and ECW, and obviously I think they were on the same side, actually. No, they were on different sides. It Austin was, was Austin and JBL's guys, and they went at it. And, uh, Austin, but yeah, J- yeah, JBL was the part of the WWE guys. The Blue Mini took a few potatoes, and, uh, potatoes. and his face was running, his face was, uh, was fucking running wild. Yeah. Running wild, gorilla. They said there was some retribution a few weeks later, but it didn't look like retribution. A couple of hard chair shots. Oh, they him. um they put JBL yeah. in a match against the Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards. Yeah. 
wallop the shit out of JBL with a chair, cut them hard way, and then yeah. they shook hands and everybody made some money. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that's good. Yeah, uh, it was actually on my <laughs> well, that's list. knife. <laughs> this was uh, my number 11, I would say. It was on my list. I even wrote well, it up. the list on the goes to 10. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, what he's telling you is, well, your list sucks because it didn't make his. Go I'm, fuck yourself. <laughs> I guess I'm four spots smarter than you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, how'd you like to go into a dirty pool right now? <laughs> yeah, you want to go in that dirty pool? Yeah. It was green two days ago. It's getting there. Me, it's getting bro. there. Come at, come at me. It can't be Dan Computer. <laughs> <laughs> so JBL's right. an asshole. That's my number. Yeah, I, like I, I want to like write it. more letters as the war. Oh my god, that was that might be the one of the classic bits of this podcast. And I'm very I, happy. I think I'm the only JBL fan at the table. I love JBL. Mile. I love JBL. My number seven. We're going as as John would say. We're going. Oh, let me take you a trip all the way back to 2011. <laughs> Post 9-11. When TNA put on a pay-per-view called Victory Road, Jeff Hardy versus Sting. Oh, my God. Ragdoll. Huh? Ragdoll. This is... Ooh, I don't know. This is not a fun one. This is Oh, boy. So, Jeff Hardy worked the main event versus Sting, and... In the most polite way to say it. I don't it, think I know this. He was in no condition to work. We can watch the match yeah, let's do seven it. times before All the, right. the cup. Cool. So, so he was wasted? He was. So uh, his music hit. He didn't come out for about 40 seconds. He missed his cue by about 40 seconds. Stumbled his way to the ring. Referee throws up an X uh, before the lights come on. Yeah. <laughs> Bischoff comes out. And to credit Eric Bischoff, he improvised like a whole bunch yes. of sh- shit. Called an audible. And was like, Jeff, basically was like, Jeff, you're going to lose. It's going to be a minute. Take the splash. Take the drop. Done. And Jeff, you know, just, be, you know, he was all bewildered. Sorry to interrupt you. Why let him in the ring in the first place at that point? So, I mean, so Bischoff didn't, like, was in a different location, like, doing something else Uh as far as production goes. And it was TNA. Like, nobody noticed. And he just kind of wandered out there. It was Jeff Hardy. They thought it was normal. Um... (laughs) The oh, match. you scared the oh, shit out of me. Speaking the, of things that go bump wow. in the night. <laughs> oh, wow. Mr. Clean, let's get you a chair. Pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. Pause the goddamn thing. Right. Wow. You guys... <laughs> We're back. All right, so... I love Bret Essentially, Hart. Jeff Hardy <laughs> was pilled out of his gourd, and Bischoff... <laughs> pilled out of his yep, gourd. Bischoff called an audible... Match ended in a minute thirty to twenty-eight, and everybody was pissed. And that was their main event for their. Oh, big we got to put that on later. Oh, it's fun That's to watch. Nice. But Jeff Hardy's doing as Tony Dan. Wow, Tony Danza would say, "God bless, he's doing a lot better now." Um, <laughs> I still want you to write letters as the Ultimate Warrior. That's really. <laughs> yeah. well, well, Damn it, Rick We're gonna cover my seven later. Uh, oh yeah, we yeah we hit that already. Yeah. Um, Justin, what's your eight? Did you say your eight? No, I did not. I love my heart. Say hello, Space <laughs> and Faye have joined us. Yes. How are we doing? How we, we got doing? some fans. This has been a true live podcast yeah, today. We really got we're on location. We have fans. We have a young boy playing soccer on my fresh meat cut lawn. That's why, gold. you know. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, damn it, uh, Bissell Brothers. Got a little craft beer. We're on number six, gentlemen. So my number six. Is Chris Jericho versus the Big Jew himself, Goldberg? That's my number five. All right, that's number the five. one I forgot. 
and I moved it up to my number four. I I, wow. ju- I thought of it last minute before you got to my house. I was like, how could I not put Jericho versus Goldberg? That's your number five, so I don't want... I'll let no, you... go for it. You want to no, go no, for it? I just add yeah. in as you, as you want, but... You know, so... I guess in WCW when they were both in there, Jericho wanted, was uh, having that big... Um, gag about Goldberg he had little you know Gilbert come out as Goldberg and always you know said he could beat the shit out of him and it goes back further than that started WCW he called Goldberg out. Right. he called him Greenberg yes that's right Greenberg and he wanted to have the match with him but he said no he was too small yeah. and then he had the conference with Eric Bischoff and Hogan and Goldberg and they said they just didn't see it Jericho goes to WWF in 99 you know be, starts off pretty hot goes down a little bit but then becomes big again by the time Goldberg comes back in, what, 2002-ish about? Um, it was the day after WrestleMania 19, so March 23rd, 2009. That's why you're, no, the, 2003, that's I'm why sorry. you're the encyclopedia. He's like a wrestling rain man. He really is. <laughs> De- yeah. definitely, definitely. And you got the retarded part right. <laughs> hey, it's 2019. Erase the R word. All right, get your pen. Um, <laughs> we're going to do T-shirts. Good. That's how it should be. So Goldberg apparently backstage sees a match. Jericho had a tag match with a couple guys. You probably know who they were. Let's see how much you know. Um, It was probably 2003. It's Chris Jericho and Christian against Booker T and Rob Van Dam. I don't think those were the guys. I read it, but you know what? Lance Storm might have been involved. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll we'll check into later. Uh, No one really cares. I don't know everything. But... So Goldberg kind of criticized the match Jericho had. Word gets out to Jericho. Jericho gets in Goldberg's face, tell him he's, tells him he's a little bitch. They get in a real fight. Goldberg, I guess, grabs him by the throat. Yep. But then Jericho puts him in a sleeper hold and pretty much brings him down. And I mean, Goldberg's twice Jericho's size. Yeah. Holds him down until they start breaking up the fight. So Jericho's a tough son of a right. bitch. Um, but yeah, and I guess they're friends now. They've kind of gotten over that. They stuff. also got into a fight in WCW over the same thing. Really? Front face lock. So he did it to him twice? Oh, he choked Goldberg out twice. That's even funnier that Goldberg fell for that twice. Yeah. yeah. It's even funnier. I think, yes, if, yes, if you like this, you can read Jericho's book. Yeah. Or he lists, yeah, he is. calls Goldberg a number of different names. Yeah. Today's topic is real life WWF fights, guys. Is it wrestling fake? But these are the real times they had fights. Outside of the wrestling world. Outside of a wrestling world. Oh. Shoot. shoot, it's called a shoot. Um, and Jericho, by the way, defended uh, recently on Twitter, defended Goldberg and the Undertaker for the criticism they were yeah. getting on their match. That's because he's not in WWF. Yeah, he's trying to get back in there. I think he's already saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. Jericho versus Goldberg. worse than Kilbasa's in a sauna. You know what? Goldberg looked like he got screwed up, though. I mean, yeah. He got he... dropped on his head. I mean, Taker did, too, but it looked like Taker was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Much like I wish you did. <laughs> Dead. That's a wrestling promo. That's a work. That's so a that's a work. work. I love you. I love you, Justin. I take yeah. it back. I love you too. <laughs> I just like how I, you know, I moved out of the nice chair. Yeah. The and who winds up there? The Mr. king, Mr. Kaspersky himself. Mr. Svelte, <laughs> the only one out of all of us that could actually be Mr. a wrestler. Mr. He's got Mini the physique. Hey, is, this, is this the microphone that Eliana was using when her and her friend were going? Oh, when your daughter was making weird noises. Yes. Yeah. When this? Her daughter does ASMR videos. Oh yeah, ASMR. So if you're a creep, what the hell I give is you that? The name of the, the channel. <laughs> People get like relaxed and or turned on by like bubble 
bubble yeah. pop. Yeah, you like chew or you like crumple up like stuff. Yeah, it's very weird. So she has a friend that's a little questionable. That's not You can tell her friend's going to be a bit of a whoa when she Oh my God. Well, listen, as long as we don't say names. Ahoa. <laughs> oh! My number six is a YouTube sensation. It's uh, Antonio Inoki versus the great Antonio. Yeah. The great uh, Antonio Carapazas. Bill Bird has a great <laughs> coverage of this. Yeah. It, uh, so Inoki is a famous Japanese wrestler, and the great Antonio is a fan. Yes. Um, so, so he's you. So Inoki is supposed to be a strong man. This is the pot kettle yes. segment yes, yes. of the show. This is the, the largest black pot calling the second largest black kettle. <laughs> uh, but Inoki, famous Japanese, I'll tell Faye. Faye, Inoki is a famous Japanese wrestler. And he was pinned as like a strong man. Like is he a like John. a sumo looking guy? No, no, no. He's like a strong guy. Like okay. a John Tremblay type. And, uh, <laughs> John Tremblay type. And, uh, the great Antonio is so, like a, is like so a hot. peak type. Yeah, really hot. super hot. <laughs> the great Antonio is like a peak type. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's flubby in all the right places. <laughs> oh, you've seen this. Um, mm-hmm. So, the great Antonio is having none of this. He's in the ring. They're supposed to have the, the little match. Yeah, the little um, fake match, but they're actually getting pissed off. Anoki's doing his moves, and Antonio's like not selling anything. He's not acting like he's hurt or anything. So Anoki's pissed. So he starts wailing on the great Antonio, <laughs> and uh, it gets to a point where Antonio hits the ground, and uh, Anoki's kicking him in the head repeatedly wow. until the ref pulls him off. Wow! Uh, it's a great match. It's a great Bill Burr podcast yeah. moment. Mm. Yeah. But Check why didn't he fight back as he was getting kicked in the head? Couldn't. He was it, too fast. Because at that hurts. point, yeah, Anoki was, was like, "I'm." Not only are you not going to sell, I'm not going to sell. Uh, and I'm going to go in for some real fights. And so Noki's a legit he, tough guy. So he went like, you know. Yes. He, not some fat bastard. He was great, great. Yep. Yeah. And that is. That's a great one. That was almost made my I like that pick. I forgot about that one. This is the great Antonio. That was your number six? Number six. Number six. Imagine what We're almost at hardcore halftime. I'll come up with I'm going to say, because if we don't I got want me, I guess, I got I guess our one. guests are. Okay, there we go. We've got a hardcore halftime. It's going to feature our special guests. Mm. My number six. <laughs> Taste it. It's from the year 2000. Bash at the Beach. Bitter. Hulk Hogan. Vince Russo. Oh, oh yeah. and you know what? How could I have forgotten this yeah. one? That's a brilliant so, thing. Hulk was, of course, booked to lose the title to the greatest country yeah. singer in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> That's J-A-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-
AOL Time Warner when when they came, when, when, WWF, when bought. WWF bought, and that's part of the reason why Hulk never came over at first. Right, uh, right away. He's yeah. still suing Ted Turner and that piece of garbage, Jamie Kellner. We're going to talk about later. I think Hogan <laughs> made more Jamie. money uh, suing people than actually wrestling. He did. God, I mean, Gawker, are you kidding me? I object, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Good one. Uh, my number six is when Rob Van Dam got pulled over with Sabu with 18 grams of pot and a bunch of Vicodin in his car. It's a pretty short story. He got suspended after he had, he had both the ECW and WWE title. They made him lose both right away and basically killed the ECW rebirth that they were trying to bring on. Uh, I This story isn't so great. It's just more that how much shit it fucked up with yep. him being an idiot. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It is. It is. <laughs> Rob Van Dam is an idiot. So, short and sweet, but for, it's, for it's an important one. For everybody who said, oh, Triple H fucked him in up with Bell, blah, 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 blah. Case in point. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and I said this during that episode where one of the assholes at this table said Flair wasn't a good world champion. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't know how I just guessed that, but I just had a point to make. <laughs> RVD proved. Uh, another classic moment in this podcast history, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I took off the headset and walked out of the room. <laughs> yes. I finally shut Chris up. Dear Jonathan. It's a good point. It's a good point. Why does he have headset? He's, he's checking us our voices. He's, he's, he's the he's director, the producer. producer. Don't you love when people talk and ask questions behind the scenes during the show, folks? <laughs> You're breaking the fourth wall, Faye. Yeah. No one here is wearing a headset. How can we break walls real time? That's hardcore a, halftime. No, you got I got a hardcore. No. That was your number that six. That was my number six. It's my hardcore halftime show. to involve our <laughs> guests, who are, I wouldn't say they're the biggest wrestling fans, but I'm sure they could come up with three favorite wrestlers. Ooh. So Faye, Stace, three name your top three. Of all time. Of all time. Holy shit. Not for, not for us, just for our guests. I bet Stace can name three Faye, we have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I she, would say uh, Carrie Von Erich was one of my wow. favorite picks. Wow, that's good a really one. good pick. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Is he really dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. They're dead. He, he, he did one of these. Oh, he did? Oh, that's so sad. He pulled the old Kurt Cobain, as oh. they say. Let's say the Iron Sheik. Wow. wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Red Bubba. I can't believe Courtney, <laughs> sure Love, Courtney Love killed Kevin Von Eric. Kevin Von Eric. He's also dead, isn't he? And so is Mikey. Oh, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin's still alive? I thought they're all gone. Is Kevin alive they're or is David alive? The father's dead. No, yeah. Kevin's still alive. Kevin's the last, last oh, wow. man standing. Four of the five. David, David, Michael, Kerry, and Christopher are all dead. Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. a tragic family yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Stacey, you know you're Von Eric. I lo- used to love the Von Erics. And the Von Erics used to fight against the. Uh, Freebirds? The Freebirds. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 Where is this coming from? Seriously. Seriously. So one more. Is Sheik and Carrie? Well, I said the Freebirds. I said all the Freebirds, all of them. Okay, Freebirds. That's a good one. Tag team counts. Tag team counts. All right, Faye, let's see how much you paid attention to me during my childhood. Let's see what you can say. <laughs> okay. Sunny? Well, num- I'm like, okay, I'll go with number three and start with number one, okay? Okay, that's what we do in this podcast. All right, so number three is Randy the Macho Man Savage. Yes! Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah! Wow. Is it? Oh, oh, wait, wait. Is huh? he dead too? No, not a pick him. No, not a pick He's dead. He's dead. Chris too. is on I, I refuse. Dead. <laughs> yes. Okay, number two, China. Yeah. Oh. Dead. <laughs> okay. 
Right, face someone who's alive. Right. And number one, who is also my hall pass, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Chris loves the Rock. Dwayne, if you're listening out there, it's uh, I won't give you the exact address. Oh, you got the Jericho hair with the headband. Yep. You got the Macho Man shirt, the Colt Cabana truck shirt, and the Macho Man glasses. I think I just made him so happy. This is summer. I think the Macho Man. You take three great wrestlers. She just said they just said that Stace would let her sleep with the Rock. Costa, come here. I think. You know the best part is you pick two of Not a real three, two people who thinks who Chris thinks are completely overrated. Oh my but, god! But he loves Macho Man. Love the Macho Man. Yeah, yeah I'm very I like China. Big fan of the Macho I, Man. Still dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I had to pick China because I had to represent my females. That's right. All right. That's right. Uh, well, you know the Rock comes to Boston often. Uh, you know who is? He step- also comes to Jimmy's and Saga's often. Actually, you know his family yes. does. Family does. Yeah. Actually, uh, well, I got a good who, story who about is, the Rock's family after John's death. Well, you know who his uh, father-in-law was? The lead singer in Boston. That's yeah. right. So, Stace, things are starting to get real around here. Yes, he's <laughs> the drug, the drug <laughs> closer to the family now. Listen, I think Stace would have sex with Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! Whoa, 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 whoa! No, so uh, who's your hall pass? Stace? Oh yeah, the Eagles. And now we know why Stace shake. No. I wish um, you were wearing those sunglasses. I got a good story. So there's a gentleman that worked. You know the guy that I saw that I worked with at the when we went to Raw? Yes. So he went to that big <laughs> WrestleCon <laughs> thing yes. uh, oh, I know a couple months about. ago. And he met The Eric. Rock's dad. And he told The Rock, he's like, oh, I've served your mother-in-law. She comes to the restaurant I work at all the time. And The Rock's dad goes, oh, was she drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Because she likes to knock him down. That's so funny. That's I thought amazing. that was pretty hilarious. That is hilarious. Knocking him down, yeah. <laughs> that was a great halftime. That, that, was, a that was one of the best halftimes. That was a good hardcore halftime. We're Excellent. down to our top five. Top five. Top, top five. five. Yeah. All right. Uh, my top five is a more recent pick. <laughs> we, got uh, we were talking about yeah. Miss Page yeah. earlier. Yeah. I picked Alberto Del Rio and Page's relationship. Wow. That went quite public. <laughs> A couple yeah, years ago. <laughs> a lot of cocaine was involved, a lot of sex, That's a great. lot of throwing each other under the bus. That's great, they're still uh, together? <laughs> I don't know, but man, was that, that must have been a great, great time for Del Rio. But yes, yeah. uh, you know, it's just real typical high school drama with wrestling adults. <laughs> right. So there you go. All right. Not much to talk about. That was a quick five. That was a yeah. quick five. I like that. Uh, I like to move it along. Puck drops in 20 minutes. Yes, we got to quick this up. All right, my number five has been taken, so I'm moving along. Oh, my number five is what's that? Okay. My number five is Stone Cold Steve Austin refuses to work with anybody. Okay, he, I'm the same way. He refused to work with Jeff Jarrett. Okay. Because of backstage politics from the USWA days with his daddy Jerry. Uh, he refused to work with Billy Gunn. Thought Billy Gunn wasn't big enough, even though Billy Gunn was in fucking DX at the time. Right. And then he refused to work with Brock Lesnar, took his ball and went home for eight months. Yeah. So, as much as everybody loves Stone Cold, he refused to work with a lot of people that he could have brought up. Instead, he held them he down. He kind of Hogan them. He had a poster in his room of Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. Stone Cold. What do you mean hat? Was the biggest. Some reason the crotch was cut out. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, he right. cut a hole in the mouth. It's a good one. I mean, Stone Cold has got, got a little bit of Hogan in him. Uh, my number five 
is a Syracuse incident in October 1995 when Shawn Michaels gets his ass kicked at a bar. Yeah, that was from, my three. Sam, you can that leave. Was my three? three? But, no, sorry, that was my four. That was my four. Right. Sam, you can oh, leave. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, we can speed Yeah, yeah. That was my four. That was a good pick. So, he how dare you talk about him? <laughs> the, the stories range on this. But basically, I don't know if it was an army, army guys, navy guys, marines. This some, yeah, you don't somewhere know. between. Thank you know. for your service. <laughs> somewhere between one and ten of them beat the shit out of him because he was hitting on a girls. wife or a yeah. girlfriend of one yeah. of the He's guys. The kid, you idiot. That's how Con Air started, right? <laughs> but basically, <Peaches>. not <laughs> only did he, he take a beating, it, this made national news, and it, he had to give up his IC title for this because he was so. It had to be up. at least forty of them. He, He's a real man. And you're My not. favorite. No, but it, he was with he was with one two three kid and British Bulldog. See, I don't remember one two three kid being there. They stayed in the car. Oh, you were there. Bulldog was. <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite part is Bulldog was stuck behind the seat and yeah, couldn't get out that's to right. help Sean. That's right. That's Jim Cornette was, was riding shotgun. Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, he had to give up his Intercontinental Championship. It was a pretty big deal. That's why it's my, in my It is a big five. deal. Shawn Michaels was quite the troublemaker before he found Jesus. I refuse to believe any of that. Praise his name. Yeah, Praise <laughs> his name. Praise his name. So that was my four. Hashtag text Sorry, we're gonna go right over to My number four is a, uh, let me take you back to May 5th, 2002. Right before 9-11. Right before 9-11. <laughs> Strem has also, I have a, I have a nice... An- Strem's doing jazz it's hands. nice animation. Oh, there you go. Look at that. It that describes out. the entire situation That's a good one. Perfect. That's like a good one. Just a pre- we can't talk about it yet, but this oh is a nice, nice, nice preview. Strem's top Shit three, went so down. you can't touch on it, huh? My number four... Right, we already talked quick. about. If, if, if you did. pick someone's top Goldberg three, you gotta let them get okay. to that top three. That was a good one. Oh, so your number four. My number four was the Rujos versus the Bulldogs. We are in our top three. Look at us. All right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like the fucking Muppet we're family. Like, we're yeah, moving right along. Like four my number three right there. is Matt Hardy versus Edge and Lita. Okay, that was my number two, so we can... Yeah, you know, so basically, Matt Hardy was dating Lita. Matt Hardy gets injured, is off the road. Lita starts banging Edge. <laughs> Matt Hardy finds out hey, that they're hey, banging. <laughs> then they do a real storyline oh, based on the real life Nine. hatred. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. Neither could one's with either one anymore. Yeah, could but be the still one. hot. There we go. Yeah, I mean, it, it led to a real life feud, so it's um, it would have been further up my list if they didn't make it into a bit of a shoot word. Do it apart, uh, that's, I guess. See, that's what I like about it. Yeah. That, they, that they made. Yeah. Made it work, and they made a storyline out of it. And the best part about it is the scumbag in the whole situation is now a 14-time world champion and a Hall of Famer. So really, when in doubt, bang your buddies. Yeah, girlfriend. it led to actually his push. I would argue. Edge is the man. He yep. became a true heel. Uh, can, yeah. can I say Lita, Lita sucks? She, she sure does, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, she came out at the ladies' rumble with the times up thing. It's like, dude, you're you're basically a dude. You've screwed your friend. You've yeah. screwed your friend's friend, and it's just like get over it. John does not like adultery. I've got a lot of comments. I've got a retort to that when yeah. the we're not hitting record because right. it's 2019. But I've got some thoughts on that. Hashtag me too. Is it an agreement or a disagreement? <laughs> well, why don't you tell us your thoughts? Strum can delete it. Yeah, yeah they'll be right rude. The time, right hey, the time. We have to. Uh, we'll save it for the game. Well, yeah. to get through this. This isn't. This get, isn't gotcha. for air. We like, get a. Okay. We get about 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, to we'll drop. keep moving. Um, Drop some pots. 
So we, you're number four. That's where the telecast four, 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 four. That's been the Eight, 12 or so. So that was your three. That was my three. You're number three. Talk to Jenna Fisher. Here we go. My number three is CM Punk. Uh, okay, so that was yeah. my number one. Huh? Oh, we can talk about it later. No, 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 no. Yeah, we'll save the ones. No, no. Oh, wait, is it the pipe bomb or is it? Yes. Okay, you can go ahead. I didn't pick the pipe bomb. What did you pick? I picked something else with CM Punk. So CM Punk comes out, <laughs> <laughs> the greatest promo in the last ten years. Puts John Cena through a table, sits on the stage, calls out the Colt Cabana, your T-shirt, or yeah. your shirt. Boom, boom. Um, is he a, was that a wrestler? Colt. Yes. He's a G. Punk comes out and describes basically <laughs> the same situation. He's a G the, uh, wrestler. Same situation that still exists in the WWE today, so nothing's changed. Jesus. He goes, he wins the title at Money in the Bank, goes away. Oh. John Cena somehow gets the title with Rey Mysterio one week, a couple hours after Rey Mysterio wins it, and we have the Summer of Punk, and uh, they blow it. That so, was the, probably the last time. But look it up, CM, CM Punk's promo, I think it was in Vegas. And the pipe uh, bomb. See, the fact that they, I mean, they eventually cut off his mic, but I thought it was kind of a work shoot type well, thing. Well, yeah, here's yeah. the thing why I don't think so that's it wasn't a, shoot, a shoot, because Vince told him. <laughs> Go say whatever you want. Yeah. Right. So, in a way, it was almost like he was doing this. If it was job. a work shoot, he wouldn't say Cold Cabana. Right. Hi, Cold Cabana. Right. All right. But it was as legendary. As that was great. Right. In times of trouble, I watched that. It cheers me up. That's a good good promo. I like because he right. was sitting Indian style. Though. He was Native American style, God damn it. Oh, you're right. 2019. He brought the brass rings and they keep bringing it up. It's like a big Where'd the now. kid go? No, he's, is he inside? Yeah, when he goes, he oh, <laughs> oh no, we lost a child. Keep going, keep going the pocket. He's doing below, it. no worries. <laughs> uh, my number three is... Uh, um, we got an amber alert on this podcast? <laughs> Where'd he go? Oh, it's amber is the color. Oh, not that kind of amber. <laughs> Do you have a tree in the yard? Yeah. Mm. Tony, uh, yeah, apple tree? He's your he's father, your father climbed it. one time and shaved the branches off. Yeah, he's climbing it. That's fine. My yeah. number three is the horseman gets stabby. Oh... My number three um, is Will. My number uh, It's a big one. Your number eight. Yeah. Oh. So Arn Anderson and Sid Vicious. Uh, <laughs> John, I wrote this down for you. I didn't know we would have a youngster in the audience. Um, Arn Anderson and Sid Vicious got into a scissor fight, and not the fun kind. <laughs> um, they were out drinking, and uh, Sid started running his mouth, and Arn retorted that he was a big dumb goof that would never draw a dime. Both go back to their hotel rooms. Oh, hold Sid, on. Sid, Sid goes, uh, your buddy Flair is the reason why this company's tanking. I didn't yeah. have that part, yeah. so. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And they got into a fight. Sid, this is why I love Sid so much. Sid's 6'10", 350 pounds. Arn Anderson's probably, what, like 5'8", 350 two, you know, pounds. Fit, you know, <laughs> now. So, like, there's a big discrepancy in size. And Sid shows up at his hotel room with a broken leg from a hotel room chair. <laughs> yeah. Arn grabs a pair of scissors. They both got stabbed multiple times. Sid's, Sid got stabbed like four times, and Arn got stabbed about 37. Okay. Yeah. And uh, two cold Scorpio ended up, you know, saving Arn's life. But Was this when Vader and, came out yeah. in his underwear and yeah. Stone Cold made fun of him, too? Yeah. At the bar? It's all the yeah, same yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. Leon, damn it, so, look at your drawers. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, big dumb bastard, put on some clothes. <laughs> so, I think the key takeaway here is these two basically nearly killed each other. And Sid got stabbed right through the gut, and his yeah. stomach is bleeding. Vader covered that up. Probably better off than his dad, right? <laughs> Sid stabbed on thirty something times, yeah. so they stabbed the hell out of each other. And uh, there's very so the the only two that saw what happened were the two that got stabbed, but they were both so shit faced because by the way they flew over there, they had After. a. 
Seven hour flight Then they drank on a bus They're in England No they they were in Blackpool England Blackpool England They've been drinking all day And then they get back To the hotel African American pool England (laughs) So But the best The only reason This isn't number one This is two wrestlers That basically With attempted murder They didn't press charges On each other Well that's the code And then (laughs) <laughs> and then after this, they were like, "Fine." They were yeah, like, they, "Buddies." They, 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 like, made they, they made like, towns. They made towns. Making baby. towns, baby. Making towns. So anyway, hey, buddy, we're gonna do this. Is, stabs. And they're friends. Yeah, Mark with scissors. Their bodies for the rest of their lives, and now they're friends. Yeah, yeah they're like Simple the next day. They're the like, "Hey." That rules the world. One was stabbing with the bottom of a table or making, a chair. Making towns. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah. some stabs with a hat. Men can get in fights like these and be okay, and women. You, a woman could say that it looks well. You know, if a woman says it, it's okay, right? Okay, keep going. <laughs> and a, wo- a woman can say to her friend, "You look fat in that outfit," and that friend will never talk to her again. Yeah, right. So it's amazing how like men can just move on. Here, like I'm jealous of that. Yeah. Here's the difference: these two guys hey, tried to here. kill each other, and then they're two months later, they're like, "Oh, let's go make millions of dollars right. touring the world." And then, I think yeah. you respect. You look fat in those jeans; isn't going to get you a couple million bucks. Right. Yeah. That's, that'd be the difference. So they capitalize on their fight, basically, kind of? A lot of these shoots turn into works, yeah. as they say. Yeah. They become storylines. They work them, they, they work themselves, well, working themselves into a shoot as they're right. Right. Gotcha. right. They but they, these guys work. were so hammered, though. I think that's what the other thing yeah. was. They drank all day. And so that's why they were just like, I listen, I was drunk. I would love to be on the bus the next morning to see how that bus You were drunk 30 stabbings later in the hospital. It's not okay! It's not okay! Alcohol does not cut, no... <laughs> what, we're not going to stab each other later? God we're having a couple beers? Goddamn Justin, I stabbed him. Why are you stabbing me? <laughs> it's cool, bro. <laughs> All right. Number, number two, two for Peter. My number two is John Moxley versus Vince... Man. Wow! Wow! This just happened. Uh, it's your number two happened. of all time. It hasn't it's even fully played two. out yet. I think this oh, is going to become fresh. a huge. So, this is a John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose, was in the WWF. He was he a Malaka. Left. <laughs> is he a Greek? He left the WWF. He joined <laughs> AEW at their pay per view as a surprise, which kind of wasn't a surprise. We all knew he was going there. Did a podcast with Chris Jericho. Basically telling everyone that WWE sucks, and I think sucks. I think why why I put this as my number two is because it just happened. it's going to start a revolution. It's going to I think you're going to see a lot bias. more wrestlers. Right, wrestlers doing this. Money. Right, yes, wrestlers. They're going to jump ship. There's competition soon. It's going to happen a lot more, and it just happened. It's fresh in my mind. I think it's the hottest current thing in wrestling right now. Yes, um, Alexa Bliss is still wrestling. Uh, That's yes. right. I think it's it, it was a big deal because you thought WWE would just rule the world forever, but maybe that's not the case. But I would say there's some recency bias in that. There is recency bias. Two men nearly killed each other. Well, he wasn't your number two. You just, you just disproved. Oh, I just worked myself. I'm gonna stab you. Uh, you haven't heard my two and one yet. That's Chris's girl. Oh, she's beautiful. My wife is beautiful. No, she's beautiful. He just Google image beautiful girl. Right. Said. <laughs> How did we get on that? <laughs> anyway, Alexa Bliss. He said the hottest thing. Does she wrestle? Bliss. She wrestles. She does. She sure uh, does, man. No, she doesn't wrestle. She gets a concussion and stops wrestling. No, she's back fuck now. What about goddamn Ronda Rousey? Do not get me started. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. Well, what about those twin girls that wrestle? The Bella twins. Oh, they're retired. They're, they don't I wouldn't call what they, they do wrestling. They don't wrestle anymore. Those two suck. Yeah. They're, they're they the Kardashian wannabes. Right. Gotcha. Be nice. Cena like he was a piece of shit. 
a trend. I do like John Cena, though. Yeah. He's a beast. No, he he's, a, he's gonna be in the Fast and Furious with The Rock now. Actually, you know oh, what? I want to put John Cena in my top three. Who's well. Who's getting what? kicked out? Yeah, he was in Seabrook. He shot somebody at Walmart. So much for girl power. Yeah. China's John gone. John Cena's hot. Top, top three he's hottest he's men wrestlers. He shoves him by Walmart. It goes, white trash, white trash, John Cena, white trash. Yeah, you're about to get a backhand the size of a frying pan. I'll get Sully, Fitzy, Johnny, Bobby, Tommy, Ricky, Bobby, Bobby, Joey, and we'll show you what Roxbury is in real town. Listen, West Roxbury is basically a white version of Roxbury. Okay, really that's is. all it is. White Roxbury. Yes. See, the West also stands for white. It's called like George or something. There you go. Right. Roxbury. So that was my number two. My number two is Ric Flair and Eric Bischoff. Oh. WCW that transferred. WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Flair walked out of the company because Bischoff was kind of holding him back. He walked out. He missed a date. He missed a date to go see his son wrestle in a tournament. We all know his son's a piece of shit. Um, oh, whoa, he's dead. Oh, excuse me. Dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dead. Weren't they in a WWE pay per view in the crowd, and they were going to show them there in the crowd too? At that no, point, so Ric Flair was in the area. Yeah. They said, "Won't we bring him in? Bring him down to the ring?" And then oh, Ric Flair chose against it. His lawyer is very I thought smart. he actually went there. I thought he actually went there. He was he circling he was the arena. He was circling well, the arena. He claims to be driving, driving around the arena. He was at the bar next door. He goes, ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, His lawyer said, bad idea, brother. Basically, Flair came back, and they suddenly had, like, they used it for television. It was, like, the best 10 minutes of Nitro since, you know, the NWO showed up. I don't think I've uh, watched it. Kept the company going for a little while longer. They both left. Obviously, WCW went down. Uh, lines up there in WWE, and... Uh, Out of nowhere, Flair. Yeah. Flair's still hot from this whole thing. Like two years later, and he walks into Bishop's <laughs> office and he's watch the door on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He walks into Bishop's office, close the door, and he starts beating the shit out of him. He must have been drunk and just remembered it happened or something because like, Bishop said they had patched things up. At you that mean like point. that time he he got drunk? I remember Shawn Michaels told yeah. him he was an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fire me! I'm already fired. Yeah, That's my nuts. number two. Go watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right number two, we already talked about Matt Hardy, Edge, and Lita. All yeah, right, baby. God bless him. My number two. Yeah, God bless. And not tied into the screw job, but Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, nonetheless. You cheated. Because, yeah, not related. This was the Shawn Michaels sunny days comment. Oh. Bret started that shit. See, Go ahead. I didn't Go ahead. do any Sean and Brett stuff. I felt like that whole thing was all one thing. I know, but there was you cheated. There was so nope, many you're layers. Die. Brett started that. <laughs> Go ahead, Brett. I'll tell but, you how Brett started that shit. All right. Well, um, basically, there was a <laughs> there I can't was wait a, to get Terry here. <laughs> a raw May ninth, May nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Shawn Michaels said that Bret Hart can't last ten minutes in any situation. Oh, and says he's been seeing a lot of. No, the boudoir. <laughs> I know what that means. He's been That's seeing right, a lot Sean, of. Get yours and move on. A lot of sunny days recently, right, Costa, which is funny because because <laughs> Sean was the one that was seeing the sunny days. In real Sean life. was the one nailing her, and he implied that Bret Hart was hooking up with Sunny behind his wife's back, and 
um, basically, this simmers for a few weeks. And Brett confronts Sean. That's how I remember him. And then it turns into a brawl where they fight backstage. (laughs) Brett punches them and they go through a partition. Brett Hart rips out a chunk of Sean Michael's hair. hair. That's why Sean's bald now. Michael's left. He was supposed to wrestle Pillman that night. Instead, they had Foley in there. The entire show was rewritten. And actually gave Ken Shamrock a push of all yep. people. So it was a they actually deal. recently touched upon that on Grill and JR. They talked okay. about that a oh, bit. JR had a cool uh, bit of insight into it. Actually, I'm starting to warm up on that podcast, by the way. It's yeah, getting a little better. I think Conrad gave JR a little direction. So... Um, Sunny days and the yet. fight afterwards. I like it. It's my oh, number two. I like it. So here's why Bret Hart's an asshole in that situation. Sorry, Costa. Um, no, he's not here. He left. Sorry, Costa. <laughs> hey, Costa. So, hey, Costa. Hey, Costa. <laughs> Come over here. Give Uncle Pete a big hug. No, my wedding, the photographer kept calling him Coaster. Coaster. Oh, and it just so it's stuck. just a. It's been an inside <laughs> joke. It's, a, on his head. It's, it's been a bit. It's, yeah, it's, it's a been bit. a bit. Um, a week before this Sunny Day situation, they were filming the ending of Raw and it was supposed to go with Brett getting out of the wheelchair running oh, Sean down yeah. Sean super kick fade to black right which well, they Brett, did but it was off the air yeah, at that point Brett went long yeah which is the only long thing about Brett oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. I'll set it I'll set it I don't know Chris he's got kind of long ask your friend. these days drop the mic <laughs> <laughs> oh that hurts so much to that um and so I think Brett started that. It's a lot of impressions, huh? Um, Brett Hart fell off the stage. Of course, of course. <laughs> JR defended Brett in that part. Of course he did. But uh, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Conrad helps him. He's got Johnny that helps him. He's got plenty of these. Brett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did with that. That was, good. Saved it. That was a Brett good recovery. Brett everyone but his wife. All right. Number one. Which wife? Your one, right? Do you do your one? Oh, no. Your people start with you. Okay. My one is CM Punk versus the world of WWE. Uh, We're talking about the podcast with Colt Cabana when he walked out of the WWE, basically had that... No, you talked about his pipe bomb. I'm talking about his real pipe bomb. So, yes, the big lawsuit. Listen, CM Punk is the golden goose of wrestling right now. If he shows up at any promotion, people will lose their shit. They chant his name to this day, which has been, what, five years since he walked out at this point? Sounds about right. So, to me, that should be a number one. The guy would blow people's minds if he came back. But it seems like he's sworn off wrestling for good. Uh, We'll see what happens. Well, he'll run out of money eventually. And we'll, s- we'll see him I don't know. again. He do drugs or drink. Right, yeah, he seems like he's pretty frugal. Yeah. Seems like he's pretty frugal. He makes his wife work, so that's yeah. a smart man. Yeah. Right he's on his wife. <laughs> All right, well. So that was my un- unexciting number one, but I think I it's, had to put it I there. mean, it, it makes sense, but I think it's eventually he'll return, which will make it seem like a work. Hence, it's tough to put on a, a shoot list. I don't, think what, I don't know how that makes it work. look like a work if he... Sued them and yeah, and they they've taken they've, they've erased him out of no, their, their history sued, and their doctor sued him, right? I think that yeah, but they didn't the WWE back the, the lawsuit. I mean, he works. For yeah, so. but I mean, they erased him from their history. The I mean, look look at what AJ and Brock did with their title reigns. I mean, they did everything they could to erase CM Punk from their history. So to me, that's that's pretty. They still mention them though on like their lists on the website. They do, which I'm surprised about. Yeah, I'm surprised about that. Here we go. John Tom <laughs> My number one is the original screw job. 
uh, in a time of uh, hashtag me too, hashtag times up, uh, Wendy Richter getting screwed out of her WWF Women's Championship. See, I think that's a work. <laughs> I think that's a work. Wait, 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 wait. You against the Spider Lady? <laughs> she left the cup. She booked her. She left in her wrestling gear, booked her own ticket out of town, and was never seen again. So she went home after her job was done. <laughs> 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 I, think, I think that one's a, Please continue But I think that one's a work The match was shit Okay I'm raising my hand I wonder what a work is A work means It's fake It's Wait, it's scripted Oh okay shoot, And a shoot, shoot means, means it really it's happened, real. and yes. they, But they brought it in But people thought it was fake it But it fake. really happened Okay Can we stop using the F word Yes <laughs> Predetermined who said, the, who said the F word No 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 uh, fake. fake Oh fake <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that Fake hair plots Is asking what work is It's about time fake <laughs> What's that work thing? <laughs> you guys keep talking about it. I know, right? <laughs> you think this is a work? I think this is where you go to do your work. She said, all right, she was, so it was months after WrestleMania, a couple months after WrestleMania, yep. Madison Square Garden. Yep. She said, okay, if, why, then why wasn't it just Fabulous Moolah? Why did have to do the black swan or whatever? Or a little kid. To, make it, to make it look. Colors. Colors. So she goes, it's weird that... When, uh, why would she... How would she work a match with a mass wrestler and not work it out in the back? She said it was weird that... Fabulous Moolah was there to begin with because she wasn't booked. I don't know. Who, who'd, she work out, who'd she work out the match with backstage? Some other frumpy looking broad in a mask? Michael no. P.S. Hayes, dude, dude, dude. It's a mask, you don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let me put on my mask and we'll work out the mask. <laughs> All right, please do. It was Dr. Sure it was Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> you know what? I After saw this happen. It was work. Mickey James and she rolled back. That was Lana Tadara! <laughs> The original screw job. Why did she keep trying to fight her after the match then? She didn't. She did. She, she did. got what up. What happened? She, she got up. She, she got up. She kept grabbing her. The ref goes, "No, no, match is over." I don't know about that. I watched the. Is it on the network? Yeah, it's not on the network. Is it on, on the YouTube? YouTube? You can find it on the YouTube. Yeah. We'll have to uh, during intermission. We'll check no. this out. Well, first, we gotta watch the Jeff Hardy match. You, yes. This is ridiculous. We have to watch this a Bruins. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> it's an intermission. <laughs> damn it. I can't believe oh, it. It's 20 minutes intermission. Intermission is... Oh, shit. Oh, but I'll say one last thing. I definitely think... Go ahead. This is 2019 women's rights. Time's up, buddy. <laughs> we gonna run. My number one... No one cares. We ...is the <laughs> ultimate work. Shoot. Fuck <laughs> that. Oh, wow. Vince McMahon buys WCW. Oh, okay. The I like ultimate. that. Yes. Yeah. Um, that piece of human garbage, Jamie Kellner, was determined to get wrestling off of the Superstation and all subsidiaries yeah. of Time Warner and Fuck canceled Nitro and Thunder. Yep. Um, Vince McMahon had an exclusivity deal with Viacom, so he couldn't put a show on another network, which is what fucked up Bischoff's deal. Right, because they were going to treat it as two, dip, two federations. Yeah. Originally. Kellner was like, no, I want it off my network. Um, so Vince establishes a subsidiary called the um, W Acquisition Company and renamed it WCW Inc., so we could buy the tapes, the contracts, the, the trademarks, the logos, all that shit. shit. And we bought that for yeah. So all the logos and trademarks cost them 2.5. The, um, the video library cost them 1.7. So what this billion-dollar company, yeah. Vince got all their assets, less the contracts of Flair, Goldberg, Hall, Nash, etc., for $4.2 million. Wow. So uh, why couldn't Bischoff get the job done? Because we know he was trying to buy so it. So Did he just not approach it that way nope. that Vince approached it? Here's, um, Pete, that's an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> um, why Eric Bischoff didn't buy WCW was for the same reason that um, Vince didn't keep it on the Superstation. 
Kellner didn't want it on their network, and Vince already had a network to put his show on. So we talked about WrestleMania 10. They had no TV deal, essentially, and that's yeah. what ended up. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Puck drops in 13 minutes. We're fine. Yeah, they have right. They're still singing the national anthem. Right. Yeah. Well, All right. So I like the, like the fan. That's my it's number one. one. It's a good one. It's a good one. The guy that looks I mean, like a penis is going, hey, it's uh, Atlanta Joe Lyle. That sounds like that guy from that cartoon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pro wrestling. So Wendy Rick doesn't work, but Vince McMahon's spending money in the shoot. It ties into the whole AEW thing that Pete just talked about, where, like, there's finally competition Right. Because it's changed the landscape for, what, 17 years now? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's time for Justice number one. Ooh. My number one, Tremley brought it up earlier. It's yeah, like four yeah, shoots in one. It is the plane ride from hell. Oh, the plane <laughs> ride! From, I like how there's a diagram. You guys gotta post the diagram on the Facebook page for hell. the fans. So this has all happened on on one cross country flight on May fifth, two thousand two, after a UK tour. Cross country. They, Cross ocean, cross ocean flight, excuse me. Cross ocean flight? Flying from the UK <laughs> back here, probably to New York. Um, the booze started flowing early, the flight was delayed, That's and right. it resulted in a shit show. Sounds like tonight. Dustin Runnels got into it with Terry Runnels in a giant They didn't flight. get into it, they got into a singing competition. Yes, but well, they but ended it was, up... It was a one-sided singing competition. Singing, yes. singing competition right there. And, supposedly, this... His behavior on this Everyone led to them not renewing his contract. Tries. That's only one piece. Uh, Michael Hayes <laughs> drunkenly punched JBL in the face, <laughs> which led to Sean Waltman cutting off Hayes' ponytail <laughs> while he was asleep. <laughs> while he was which passed out, cut his hair in like twenty-five years. Yeah, like that's uh, <laughs> like that. a sacrilege. Uh, don't, don't, don't forget to mention Michael Hayes wakes up and tries to pee on Linda McMahon. <laughs> is that that? It is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where did he get the scissors? Oh, they had scissors. Uh, this is the first day he came. This is before... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's has, it's it's and he yeah. hasn't cut his so, hair in 25 years, his and he cut his hair. Overseas trip. Yeah. Oh, so this They're is on a private jet. Oh, it's a private, private jet. jet. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And... This just makes more sense. Now it makes more sense. Cast off by... Kurt Henning, a.k.a. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god. So Kurt Henning. Mohammed, we just got no idea from Fat Boy on Wrestling Podcast. You're in the Bruins plane. We China, private plane. We kill everyone. Why is it Korean? It only took. We just took him Asian. An hour and 40 minutes to get into hijack jokes. So. To top it off, Kurt Henning, a.k.a. Mr. Perfect. You might remember Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, yes, he has long He's dead, goads. <laughs> he's dead, too. Oh, he's yeah. dead. He goads. Hey, listen who he picks a fight with. Brock Lesnar. In 2002, by the way. Mm-hmm. So this is like Brock Lesnar when he's like Straight 28. national Yeah, or, tw- you know, whatever he is. He's a monster. 28, he was 21. Wow. 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 Young pup in a one. So they get into a real Whoa. wrestling match on the, on the plane. They're, they're having a... Like a Greco-Roman style. Match. Like slamming each other on the... On, in the yeah. yeah. Like so shoot they shoot the double for two points. Right here. Yeah. Look at the, no. the doors open to the, to the airplane. Right. Doors open. I don't think right. the door open. But I don't think that they busted open the door. They, but the emergency they hit the emergency yeah. exit door, but it did yeah. not open. Right. Oh yeah. So God. they all... I mean, it took all these big guys to pull him apart. <laughs> Henning this, gets released. This is why it's my number one. Wait a minute, wait, but this on, is all happening at the same time. Yes, this all, all happened on the same... It's the called same the plane flight. ride from hell. It's <laughs> called... Ric Flair. Forgot about Ric Flair showing his cock to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, I think you call that Little Nate. Little Nate. Now, why... Yeah. 
Oh yeah, Scott Hall. <laughs> Scott Hall passed out immediately. So the good—that's actually how he stayed out of trouble on that flight. Yeah. He got so drunk beforehand, he just slept. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. He saw it. But so sadly, sad. sadly, so Henning had just got back with WWE. He got released because of this. Yep. And then died. But Michael Hayes later. doesn't get fired for trying to piss on Vince McMahon's wife on the plane. Hey, I'll be looking for the bathroom, baby. <laughs> right. He was <laughs> just, that was an innocent mistake. All happened on the same flight. <laughs> all People the same exposing the themselves, all. divorces, uh, a wrestling match that nearly busted open the emergency exit door. <laughs> this is the greatest shoot in wrestling Amazing. history. Amazing. And it had wide ramifications, including a death. And I also love that. Uh, <laughs> Wait, a death? Henning. Henning died months well, later. Well, not on the really plane. Sick. Well, I mean, it. it's because of that plane ride. Was and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, you probably got depressed about it, yeah. <laughs> no, at least. Well, How many wrestlers were on this plane? Why? Everybody was on it. <laughs> well, why did all that happen? Probably 30, so was it like a 737? Like a jump yeah. rope? I don't know. I, I wasn't there. The These guys are pretty big. They can't be like one of those. Like, but, uh, but why did all that happen in one? Because they were all fucking drunk off their asses. Uh, they were all. Oh, they were in, oh my yeah, god. They were in so it was like seven hours. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever. They were in the UK, so they were all doing their designer drugs before they went back yeah. to the US. Fuck them And they get on the plane and realize that guy that looked funny. That's. You know what? I'll tell you this. That's really crazy, but have you ever heard of the Mad Dog Bashan story on the plane? All right, we gotta. All right, during the intermission, we gotta show the story about Mad Dog Bashan on the plane. All right, we're uh, we're coming up to puck puck dropping on Game Seven, so let's wrap this up. Honorable mentions? Nah, you guys don't prepare. My honorable mention, I have one. I have one. It's uh, Randy Orton wanting to shake everybody's hand. Uh, I almost put that on my list. How about? Okay, sorry. That's that was all I got. How about nails <laughs> trying to kill Vince McMahon behind the scenes <laughs> and getting released? Um, and then Sid pulling a squeegee on Brian Pillman because he didn't have any other weapon. He just found a squeegee <laughs> and just got a fight. Uh, we mentioned it. the rest of it. So yeah, anything that we already mentioned, I cut off my honorable mentions. But uh, John Tenta, John Tenta, and Koji. Kikawa yeah, that's Japan, a good one. That's a fun shoot fight. Fat boy tries to not work with uh, Tenta, and Tenta shows him. What's going on for real? Perry Saturn beats up Mike by uh, Boston's own Mike Bell. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vader and Stan Hansen. Vader's eye popped out, and he had to hold it in. Oh with yeah. His oh my god. Oh. Oh. Hey, hold my eye. Mick Foley loses an ear in Germany. Yeah. One of these yeah. numbers where he sticks his finger through his ear. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh my oh, god. Those will work. The mass transit <laughs> incident. Uh, oh, Jack Brutus, Brutus the fifteen. Oh, I thought you were talking about Brutus the Barber no. Beefcake for shutting down the MBTA. Wait, what? Wait, what? So the Mass Transit incident, ECW was having a show um, in Revere, and one of the wrestlers didn't show up, and this kid was there, and he claimed to be a trained professional wrestler, lied about his age and about his documentation, and he asked one of the wrestlers, whose name was New Jack, and Google New Jack, he's not the kind of person you want to ask for this type of favor. The kid said, I want to get some some color or some blood in the match, will you help me? And so New Jack was like, sure. Took an exacto knife and cut him from, as I like oh to say, tip God. to taint, ear to ear, and the kid blood uh, was bleeding like a stuck pig. And uh, his wrestling name was Mass Transit, and he was probably like five five, four hundred and fifty pounds. He was oh, a big Jesus. boy. Uh, I didn't even know this one. The shit out of him. My oh, God! And, so uh, sad. Vince tears both quads, and my number one work. <laughs> Sorry, like you just threw that in there. Gotta, Vince tears both quads. We got to show them that clip. And my number one work. Um, honorable mention work. You already gave your number. My one number one honorable mention. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> He's so uh, bad. 
Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. Nancy Sullivan and Chris Benoit. Uh, which uh, is the ultimate. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, see, I didn't want to put that one on there because it involved a murder. Oh, how about Bruiser Brody in the shower? Come on. Yeah, I didn't put that on there for the same reason. So and um, so that's that's it. And then. For next week, I came up with what I think is a good episode. Pete and I were talking about it uh, while we were waiting for you all to show up. Um, top ten gimmick changes. So yeah, it has to be completely different. You ignore the fact that the previous gimmick existed. Mm-hmm. So, like, the ringmaster becoming Stone Cold doesn't really count. How about the really blue count. blazer? The blue blazer becoming... You ignore the last guy was well, wasn't, alive. Wasn't the rock something else before it became yeah, the rock? Yeah, but he was the same person, he like, though. He was just... Uh, they, they didn't it was rocky. That. We're talking so, about, like, Kane uh, was a dentist... Dr. Isaac Yankum, but then he became king. Like the Gronk was a football player, now he's going to be a wrestling player. No, not that. (laughs) Same person. Top 10 gimmick changes. Gimmick changes. Week 7, he'll be back. Go Bruins. Go Bruins. If you like the St. Louis Blues, go fuck yourself. You can't play the whole season. Thank Thank you you to all all of our guests. We had a hell of a shit. Thanks for having us today, guys. This is amazing. It's amazing. We'll see you next time. I love my heart.